Donovan, 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 Donovan. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Oh, uh, what's up? I want you, I want you to imagine while this is while you're saying while this is happening. I want to imagine a banner unfurling behind me that says "We did it" because I had sex. I did it. <laughs> Woo! I did it. Dry spell broken. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. I'm glad to hear it. Yep, it happened. You know, it's not polite to kiss and tell, but I did, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you want to give any details on on what led oh, up no, to no, this? Oh no, 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 no. This is this, that's the gauche part is the getting into the details. But just to you know, if if people have been aware that you've been away from it for a little while and you finally get to come back, I think it's fair to let people know. That's that's a good feeling. Well, congrats on the sex, my friend. Thank you, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. How's your week been? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of a banner to unfurl behind me. Maybe <laughs> one that says, uh, my sleep cycle has been fucked up for an entire week because I went back to Ohio uh, and got bad jet lag and then didn't yeah. get used to it until the last day and then flew back here. And now my sleeping's been fucked up for, for two days now, but I got to see Arthur when I was back, when I was yeah. back home. Got a Sammy Penn Station. Yeah, yeah. Good, fucking good fucking times. Delicious. You gave me a snooze. I had never had a oh, snooze yeah. before. That was all right. I can fuck with that. Bringing, bringing some uh, Oregon culture, which I don't think that makes any sense because I ordered <laughs> that shit from Sweden. But I can pretend. <laughs> now I know what aroma tastes like. Yeah, and uh, yeah, cock salt. Oh yeah, the fucking in, the fucking ingredients we were talking about. Yeah, it's I mean, a callback. That's a deep callback. You can't back. be you cannot be living leaving out the uh, Sir Hetz uh, Regleranda medal though. <laughs> nope, certainly. Come not. on, dude, be be cultured. It's a major portion. We we're also talking about. I'm gonna so I'm going back to Ohio in two or three weeks now. Arthur and I can be able to record in person for the first the first time. Yeah, we're, we're going to rip off 80 um, plus episodes. Yeah, we're going to rip off the greatest generation and call it looking at each other during. <laughs> that'll be that'll be interesting, though. Maybe maybe we throw a guest in there. We'll have to we'll have to discuss. Oh, shit. look forward for that. Maybe we'll do some kind of holiday special. Uh, Mary, maybe, maybe this maybe this new partner will break Arthur's heart. And then and then the Christmas <laughs> episode can be the, the heartbreak episode this year. Yeah. <laughs> One can only uh, hope. <laughs> I, I I hope not. I also hope not. Well, I think we got all the mileage we're going to get out of that bit. You want to get into some questions? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Throw that in the garbage. What do we have? <laughs> I uh, I slept with his brother before. And then it says it again. I slept with his brother before. Just to so- drive home the point. Yeah, so I, F-19, slept with his brother number, or slept with brother number one, M-20, about a year ago, like three times. We cuddled, too. Not much more, didn't have really any emotional connections. He has a girlfriend right now. A year later now, uh, I just slept with brother number two, M-25. He knew I slept with his brother before, but it didn't really bother him at all because I suppose we both just thought it was a hookup for us. Well, I think we both unexpectedly fell for each other, like we are so into each other, and I don't think either of us thought this would happen. I really do like him, 
and I can r tell he really likes me, and things are starting to move quickly. Obviously, when you're falling in love, you don't think much. Well, I'm scared when things start setting in, we start dating for a while, that the fact my history, uh, let's see, that the fact of my history will ruin our relationship. I really like him, but now I feel like maybe I shouldn't follow through with this, like he will never trust me, and we will break both of our hearts. Like, is a healthy relationship possible in our future? TLDR! There was an exclamation point there. I'd never seen that before. <laughs> Basically, should I spare a heartbreak and avoid getting involved with someone who may not trust me because I slept with his brother before? And this is posted by probably my favorite throwaway account uh, name I found so far. One made this to do this. Nice. I assume I made this to do this was taken and then they MacGyvered, you know, a one in there because it looks look kind of like an eye. Yeah, they turned that paperclip into a one like MacGyver. They look you. they look they look similar. Those uh, usernames, you know, in the same way that potentially these brothers look similar. That's true. Yeah. Maybe you got a thing for that flavor, like whatever flavor they're bringing. That's, that's very possible. The only the only like thing I can analogize to this is uh you know you're like you're you're hooking up with somebody and then you stop and then like they what start dating your mutual friend mm -hmm. and then a yeah. friend maybe feels a little bit weird but it kind of it's kind of going to depend on person and i think like the intense uh, intensity of like this this first connection which doesn't doesn't seem like a whole lot and uh but but especially on the person i mean i, I would kind of assume he would know this right do you think he knows I mean, yeah, yeah. It says, uh, let's see. He knew I slept with his brother, but it didn't really bother him at all because I suppose we both just thought it was a hookup for us. Gotcha. Okay. I, I missed that part. It happened. Um, and I, I don't know. I think that that's a, that's a good sign there. Yeah. If he already knows this, um, and, and he's, you know, cool enough with it to be hooking up, um, that fuck it, you know, just, just, go through with this see where things go um i don't know if it's even necessary to like bring this up and have have a big talk about it i think that might make it kind of weird right. um so I, I don't know if he if he starts you know bringing it up and getting uncomfortable that might be a red flag there um yeah maybe like uh that would be bad for him i think to be that would be a bad look for him to be insecure about that because you know definitely yeah, I don't know. I really feel like this is a non-issue. I think you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Right. It, it does just depend on the guy, though, because uh, yeah. I know I know some people would be bugged by this. I don't I don't have any I don't have like a brother. I don't have Me any neither. brothers. Me neither. I can I can imagine feeling a little strange about this. Uh, what? This is a year ago. I I don't know. I, I guess it would maybe you know if he doesn't hate his fucking brother here. And he's like, God damn it, that my fucking shithole stepbrother, uh, Ashton, you know, they fucked my now girlfriend. I'm going to, you know, go go give him a swirly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, if, if, if there's no bad blood there, I, I yeah, I think I think maybe a non-issue. I'm thinking they high fived over this. <laughs> I'm maybe, thinking there was a high five. So. I think it was <laughs> maybe like maybe he gives you shit. About, maybe he gives his brother shit. But like, I don't know. I hit it first, dude. 
Right. And, and some people that would not go over well. And then some people, you know, they're, they're fine with, with yeah. joking around like that. I'm going to lean that it's that in this case. Cause again, the fact that he already knows you guys have hooked up. If it starts getting serious and somebody says this in the comments here, uh, this person Griffin Johnson says, if it, if it bothers him, it won't get serious. And I, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. This isn't something my concern again was going to be that, you were going to have to have bring this up midway or it was going to be revealed. But if, if he already knows, you seem to be feeling some energy. Fuck it. Just, just see what happens. Yeah. That's the best advice. And then fuck, and, and then fuck his dad. And then fuck his dad. You got to keep the try. You got to go for the trifecta. Maybe, uh, you know, if grandpa's still around, you go for the quadfecta. Get some super <laughs> generational. Just fuck his granddad. Wonderful. Yep. Oh, the crux of all the advice here on Radio Free Tote Bag, just fuck his granddad. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking we go to the well too often with that one. We should start varying it up a little bit. That's that's true. That's true. Just fuck his great granddad. That's my new fun <laughs> twist on that. Yep. Dig up them bones. Okay, sp- Speaking speaking of new fun twists, this is this is none of those things. Right? Step Tyler's <laughs> boyfriend refuses to treat head lice. My daughter, 17, and her boyfriend, also 17, just had a baby. The baby was eight weeks premature and is in the NICU. One of the nurses noticed that daughter had nits, so I treated her hair in the hospital. She never said a word about itchiness or bugs to me or SO. Daughter told me that her boyfriend's hair was also treated in the hospital, but we found out this was not the case. Two weeks after her baby was born, she was visiting baby in the NICU, and lice were noticed again on her daughter. She was asked not to come back until she had been treated. Mind you, I had treated her hair twice since her release. I asked her if the boyfriend had been treated again, and she stated that she looked through his hair and found nothing. Oh. I'm thinking that was clearly bullshit. Lice isn't and wasn't an issue in her household until the boyfriend came along. She is no longer allowed to go to his home. The only time she sees him is to drive an hour away to see the baby. The boyfriend doesn't shower, wash his clothes, etc., and is ignoring his lice issue. I can't keep retreating her hair every time she is with him. I've gone through my hair and my six-year-old's hair. No nits or bugs to be found. I'm exasperated. Is my only option to keep them completely separated until he does something about his hair? What do I do if he won't treat it? Should I get DCS, Department of Child Services, involved? TLDR, daughter's boyfriend keeps spreading lice, refuses to treat his hair, even with preemie baby involved. And that was posted by Krupp876. Jesus Christ. What kind of man can have lice and just, like, not... what? What's keeping him from getting treatment? Right? Even For- Even outside of, like, the baby involved in the spreading... Yeah. How the fuck are you just like, no, this is cool, dude. I'll just leave it. I don't know, man. It's against my religion to evict bugs from my head. I uh, call them my hair friends. <laughs> I like to bring the party around. You're really disrespecting my hair friends right now. <laughs> oh, God. I So, yeah, I mean, that's that's like an extremely good point here. And I think points to something... Something wrong either with his boyfriend or perhaps his home situation would be mm. my other worry. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. dude's mm-hmm. dude's seventeen, 
it seems like it keeps coming from his place. And, uh, I mean, also you, your, your daughter and the boyfriend are 17 and just had a baby. Like that's not a particularly good sign either. I'm kind of getting the impression that maybe he comes from not such a great household. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in worst case, maybe, maybe he's just dealt with life so long that he doesn't even fucking care and, and doesn't notice it. But there's like a thing that can be done to keep your head from itching. Like it, eh, eh. he just has bugs on his head. He's just cool with it. Oh, definitely. That's that's fucking spooky. And I, I I certainly couldn't deal with this. But I'm just if he's just completely comfortable with that, you know, maybe he thinks the treatment's not going to work because he's going to go home and and the same shit's going to happen. Oh, right? Because no. he's got to be spreading it at home too. I feel like he's just in some bad home situation here. Yeah. Did you ever have lice growing up? Dude, I had a step above. I had fucking scabies. Oh, child. Look at you. Oh, yeah. That that full body lice. Mm. It was awful. I had to, uh, you had to, so lice, you put the shampoo or whatever in. I had to coat my entire body with like anti lice gunk. And I had to sit for like an hour, like while it dried and and, and killed the scabies. And I don't know, dude, I was pretty. I was pretty fucking uh, absent-minded at like 16 or 17, whenever this was. I just remember being like, cool, I'm going to play video games naked while while mm-hmm. the escapees die. And I did just that. Uh, but yeah, that was awful. It was really itchy. I would not recommend. Yeah, that blows. I mean, I had I had head lice when I was like seven. I think I wore somebody's hat, you know. And uh, yeah, just get the shampoo, bloop, 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 done. Easy peasy. Uh, so... It seems like this man, so he doesn't wash ever. Maybe he's got like a thing he's doing. Maybe he's doing that thing where you balance your hair oils, and he's like, I don't know, I don't want, I don't want to throw off my hair pH. I don't want to throw off my my lice balance. You get low lice, you know. You start your hair head starts not itching. That's not normal. <laughs> like ideally, you want like a like a ten ninety lice balance. You want under ten. <laughs> Lice. No, you want zero <laughs> lice, man. Get your fucking lice taken care of. Take some responsibility to your father now. Get your lice get your lice taken care of. Yeah, if I'm so step stepdaughter's boyfriend. So if, if I'm the parent here, I, I don't know. I, I don't get the impression that you're particularly fond of this boyfriend. No. Uh, just not thinking so. Uh, but I would try to Try to get through to this guy. See if you can get any, any hint of what's going on at home. Um, because if it is a situation that it's it's that bad, like the parents at his house are so neglectful that they're just, you know, the lice is everywhere and they don't fucking do anything about it. And he's reached the point where he, he just doesn't care. You know, if that is the situation, maybe you should get child services involved because that's not a fucking environment for a child. Oh, that's right. Because I was thinking about should I get DCS involved? I was like, oh, to take care of the baby, but also to take care of the father who is a child, technically. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. That's a whole layer. Yeah, man. This is this is an absurd situation. I'm I'm sorry they're going through that. Yeah, that it sucks. sucks. Um But yeah, it, even even without the baby, like there's serious there's definitely some neglect going on here, but I th- I think the baby, especially being premature, that really steps it up, and you got to act on this quickly. Yep. No time to delay. 
No time. Good good luck to you. Um, I don't know. Maybe look at custody of the child, too, if you could get the baby to your place instead yeah. of there. I guess yeah. that involves child services, too. But I think that should be your primary goal is getting that baby out of there and then, you know, trying to take – Take some care or get some kind of help for this for this uh, father who's again like Arthur said uh, also a fucking child. Oof. Damn. Bad times. Yeah. You want to move on to something slightly less depressing and more conf- confusing. More confusing because uh, I 18M am confused by sometimes flirty friend 18F. And this is not me doing like a cute pronunciation of the word confused. This is how they have typed it multiple times. So I am, <laughs> as the title says, confused. I have a friend that I met about a month ago. And we get along really well. So we met up and started to be touchy and flirty. At some points, stroking my leg, head, <laughs> staring into my eyes, and even slight teasing and teasing a kink. Scratching my back with her nails during cuddling. Even stating that I won't be able to stop thinking about her after that moment, which she is right about. Oh, so she stated that you won't be able to stop thinking about me after the scritchy scritch. Okay. And she she was right. And she was right. About that. Uh, But during texting, she totally isn't as flirty. I asked her for a text in a language that she speaks because the culture was related to the project. And what she said was, when are we going to go to bed together? So I'm thinking that, like, maybe they're, like, school chums working on some kind of project for a language class that they both are in. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm feeling, too. That's what I'm reading there. Uh, so she says, when are we going to go to bed together in this language, which is super cute and fun. Uh, and as I responded to it, and I responded to it in equally as flirty manner, and she said it was just a joke. Which killed me, because I feel like I interpret it wrong, and I don't want to give off the wrong vibe. Am I overthinking it? Because I don't really know how to respond at this point. The LDR, friend of mine who is physically flirty with me, is total opposite during texting, and I don't know how to respond properly anymore, posted by, another great username, The Fabulous Warrior. Oh, that, fantastic. That's my Fabulous. wrestling name. <laughs> the fabulous warrior huh uh i feel like usually the reverse situation is true like other questions we we've got we're like in person they're kind of awkward and distant but then like the texting comes up and they're all flirty and they're like what's the deal there and like oh, okay maybe they're just anxious in person so yeah. strange that this is this is the reverse of that um I've, I've been in that situation where like um yeah it's like the texts like, I think some people text, like, purely in a utilitarian fashion. Like, it's just like, where are you? Are, when is the project due, you know? Yeah, the, the dad texting type. Yes, I'm a bit of a dad texter myself. Well, semi, semi dad, because the dad involves, at least with my dad, just sending completely out of context words or far side comics. I still... Um, I still tell people about what are we having for dinner? Meat. What kind of meat? Thin slice. <laughs> I was just making fun of him for that when I was when I was back home. That rules. Thanks for putting that okay. in my life, Bruce. Good, good work. 
Okay, so yeah, very, very possible here. That's the situation. She's just kind of utilitarian texter. Um, but but she did. She is flirting in person. Oh yeah, she did say that of all you know things you could put in the language. And if she said it was just a joke, you know that that that's still flirty. Uh, I don't think you just send that off to somebody as a joke to somebody you're not at least a little bit interested in. Maybe he sucks at flirting. This you know is possible. I mean? Yeah, I responded in an equally flirty manner. Like, <laughs> okay, well, what is equally flirty? And I don't. When are we th- gonna go to bed together? Yeah. When are we gonna peg each other at the same time? <laughs> yeah. When are we gonna fit each other? Like, I'll put my dick in your butt, and then you put your rubber dick in my butt, and then we bounce. When is that gonna happen? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was I was just joking. Oh, I was just Holy kidding. Fuck. I didn't I didn't realize that was where we were going. <laughs> yeah. So I think just looking at the overall situation here, seems seems like she's interested. Uh keep keep trying to flirt with her if you're, you know, bad at flirting, maybe think about whatever you sent back to her, maybe adjust that a little bit. But I feel like there's definitely some some interest here. Absolutely. She's scratching your back. There's there's cuddling. There's some cuddling. That's something. And I understand, you know, I think that we're way too touch averse in our culture. And I think that like cuddling with your friends is a thing that is, you know, can be a non-sexual and very good thing. Um, But we do live in that culture that is somewhat touch averse. And I think that that means a little something. And yes, we're all cuddled up on the couch watching the Mandalorian. Seems like, uh, you know, seems like maybe something's about to happen. And if we scroll down here in the comments. Uh, that was a really good one. How did they type that out? <laughs> uh, let's see. User Potot says, it's hard to tell. It's possible that she got embarrassed when it got too direct. Or maybe she's just playing with you. If you're interested in her, I'd say it's time to test out the theory by asking her if she wants to go on a date with you. To which the fabulous warrior responds, thanks for the reply. I asked her on a date, and she said yes to it. So I think we are getting the feeling across that we were both interested. Thanks for the help. So if you're getting signals, take them. And if you're interested, ask them out. Fucking, fucking bingo. We've talked about this before too, where I think a lot of people, especially younger people are less experienced. You, you spend a lot of time trying to figure out like what the signals mean. Yeah. And like, oh, I don't know if she's into me or not. And a lot of times just the, the direct approach of just asking them to go on a date with you, yeah. you know, it's faster. You got the potential to get shot down and that kind of sucks, but that's, it's definitely better than sitting there, you know, with your fucking enigma machine trying to decode, <laughs> you know, whether the, the cuddle back scratch, you know, is she, is she into me or, you know, maybe, maybe she just saw some lice on my back. She was trying to get, uh, uh, I do. I do agree with you that sitting there with the enigma, enigma machine is not particularly productive. However, I have a team in the lab that I bring it back to and we, uh, we dissect the information and, uh, <laughs> and we make a determination. I got a whole team. I got a team back here. <laughs> Radio free tote bag, uh, coded flirting analysis team. <laughs> That's some kind of acronym there. It's probably catchy. We're going to go with it. Subscribe now. Coded flirting analysis team. Seafall. RFTV Seafall. Here we go. Call on, call on Seafall. Uh, we'll we'll analyze your your memes for for flirtiness. Content. Is that a T-shirt? 
Could that be an RFTB t-shirt? CFAL? Go to flirting analysis. We'll analyze, we'll analyze your memes for flirting this content, too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good, good, good t-shirt. Okay. In, like, the FBI font? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. There you go. Yeah. Female body inspector, no more. This is the new cool, cool shirt to, to wear. That old Seafall. Seafall. Okay, question box time. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Uh, where you been? Yes. Got me drinking. I did. Uh, it's time. It's time for the question box this week. Not so much questions, uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, for references, always, if you're if you're listening, you want to send a relationship question, maybe a comment, uh, you know, really anything else in, you can find the link to our anonymous question box on RadioFreeToteBag.PodiantCo. You can also go to our Instagram at RadioFreeToteBag in the bio, click that link. You don't have to make an account, just type your shit into the box and press send to electronically throw it in our faces. <laughs> and this week... This week we have a, a wonderful comment on uh, our topic of discussion last week, the, uh, the claymation porn that we, uh, that we unearthed from the <laughs> depths of Pornhub. And so this person says, uh, hit up Malek Adon's channel with the boys over a couple natty seltzers and some hot dogs. Claymation, 6 out of 10. Music and scoring, 10 out of 10. Tongues, 10 out of 10. CGI orgasm faces nine out of ten in parentheses stuff of nightmares. I have to I have to agree. I think the you know the claymation wasn't exactly up to like Wallace and Gromit standard, you know. And it makes me want to see a professional claymation studio do a porn. I want to see just how far the genre can go in that medium. For sure, and then we can have this listener be like the the Anthony Fantano of claymation porn. Yes, yes. I don't know who Anthony <laughs> Fantano is. I have no idea. Oh, really? The 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 fucking internet's busiest music nerd. Nope. YouTuber dude. Not me. Music. Huh. Not me. He's, don't he's know. Pretty good. Okay. He's pretty good. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Google that after after the episode. All right. Yeah. Make sure go. my 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 young twenty seven year old references don't go over your your old ass 30 year old head am i right 31 now oh damn dude i'll start taking the grave <laughs> uh we got one more here uh hey donovan yes what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea i don't know i've never had a garbanzo bean on my face oh hell yeah you killed arthur gets me every time fuck i love that joke i actually really legitimately love that joke it is it's a it's it's a quality one hey donovan oh no what's up what's the difference between jam and jelly oh man i i don't know i can't jelly my cock up your ass oh 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 Oh! <laughs> uh, that's that's a classic. That's a that's an evergreen fucking that's joke good. there. I always liked that one. I think that's a dice clay joke. 
And it oh, could, God could be Andrew Dice Clay. I hope not. He's somewhat problematic in many ways. I just I just never found I never found that dude funny. Hickory it's, it's like, dickory dack. He had he had a really great one liner uh that was uh you ever uh or he said how did it go? He was like, So I had my tongue up this chick's ass. You know, you get bored standing in line at the bank. You didn't like that? He's just standing in line uh, at the bank and puts his tongue up some chick's ass. That's great. Okay. Okay. I also <laughs> just wanted to test out my uh, my bad laughter uh, impressions. and That was the cat chattering version. Strong. That's strong. Okay. Well, thank you, Garbanzo Bean, and thank you, uh, Porn Claymation Porn Reviewer. We appreciate it. Uh, that's been the question box. Send your questions in for next week. We got a guest on. It'll be good times. Good times. Donovan. What's up? What's next? Well, let's see. Looks like uh, I, 29M, broke a cardinal rule Uh-oh. and hooked up with my roommate, 23F. What's a good way to navigate this situation? Background. So I've lived with her for a number of months. We've watched each other go through some shitty relationships and dates. We hang out a lot at her place after work, sometimes drink, smoke a little weed together on rare occasions, bullshit, talk and just enjoy each other's company. We get along really well. I've always thought she was physically attractive too, but I just treated our relationship as cordial, especially since I remember there being an old biblical saying about not fucking your roommate. <laughs> that's pretty, that's they make that good. very clear in Leviticus. nevertheless once in the past we had a bit too much to drink out at a bar then proceeded to make out in our front yard but quickly stifled that when we came to our senses Uh neither of us wanted to complicate the roommate situation so it didn't happen again anyway months go by and we act strictly like friends we date other people here and there nothing worthwhile then a few days ago we were cooking dinner together and right in the middle of it we just start going right at it with intense kissing. Oh. Ended up burning most of our dinner due to the distraction. Again, we stop before things get too out of hand. But now it's very obvious there's this underlying level of attraction that's ever increasing. She's now cuddling up with me on her couch. Hogs and plants kisses on my neck frequently. Yeah. Before work, she gave me a blowjob. I'm like, damn it. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> As, as you do when, when you get a blowjob. In retrospect, I should have said something at this point, but I let my guard down and things now progressed far and we had sex twice. I'm sure our third roommate probably hates us now because of all this. I'm thinking, shit, I really didn't want to get into this situation because it just puts us in a precarious position. I'm not sure I want this serious of a relationship with my roommate, but maybe I will in time. I'm just unsure at this point. I'm worried if I say this now, it may make it awkward around the house and we'll lose our whole cool friendship. I know, I know, this is why you don't hook up with your roommates, John 3.17. Any words of wisdom or advice to handle this situation? TLDR, roommate and I hooked up a bit. Not sure how to proceed since I'm unsure if I even want a relationship with someone I've been living with. And that was posted by Fear Striker, but the fear is spelled with P-H. Well, Donovan, um, I had a really similar situation uh, to this question asker 
Um, oh, yeah? Well, so, so how'd it go? Well, Donovan, I'll tell you. I was sitting in the living room late one night When my eyes beheld a sexy sight My roommates rode in all tits and thighs And suddenly, to my surprise Her robe dropped right to the floor With her titties bare, I said, close the door She winked at me, as if to say When I signed this lease, I thought you were gay We did the fuck We did the roommate fuck it was a rental fuck. We did the fuck. Us roommates sucked and fucked. We did the fuck. We did the roommate fuck. Oh, woo. Roommate fuck. Oh, <laughs> Wow, that sounds like a challenging situation. Yeah, man. Your, was everything good after that? Was it cool living together? Uh, nah, she moved out like two weeks later. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> Don't fuck your roommate. That seems Don't to be the, that. That's, <laughs> seems to be that seems to be the and they're aware of this too, of of the general advice there. You know, you know it's you know it's a bad idea. Um but you're you're already in this shit. Like they mentioned at the end there. Like if you just bring this up now and you've already like kinda got there, I think that's gonna be pretty fucking weird too. I feel like you're kinda in it to win it at this point absolutely uh so i say ride it out see what happens because maybe maybe just maybe you guys are good for each other and you got a whole good thing ahead of you possible or everything gets all fucked up and then you have someone who has to break the lease and move out but you're in it right. now right it's, which is what which isn't, I don't think, too much of a gamble. It sounds like there was a lot of buildup to this. You yep. didn't just jump into it. You had a couple moments where you're like, ah, I don't know, we're roommates, but there's clearly something pretty strong there. Uh, and so, you know, you guys have progressed despite that. So I don't think this is like a super big dice roll here. I got a feeling that this will work out all right. But, you know, just uh, just be a little careful. Mm-hmm. Um in how this goes like if things start getting bad especially because you got the third roommate there yeah uh just just make sure you know because they they didn't sign up for this if it does get bad right you guys could just you know be solid roommates that's okay but like if this does devolve into you know fighting and weirdness that's really unfair for the third person so like arthur said I, i would just be prepared you know to know you may need to break this lease and dip out if things don't go so well yeah you could also, if third roommate is super cute, you should uh, invite him up to your room for uh, another for the roommate fuck. <laughs> the, the old double roommate fuck. Yes, exactly. Both roommates fuck. It All was three. a threesome <laughs> fuck. A three bedroom fuck. Arthur was go. a three bedroom fuck. It was a three bedroom <laughs> fuck. It was a, it was a duplex fuck. Oh man, we should record a full version of this sometime. Put yeah. it on the uh, put it on the Christmas album. Yeah, wait, that's oh, a Halloween man. song. What am I talking about? Why not Christmas album? Great, I'm in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the holidays. Nothing like mistletoe, eggnog, uh, uh, Yule logs, and and fucking your roommate. Yeah, and then your third roommate too. 
That happens. Man, I, I get the sense this is not the kind of thing that doesn't happen all the time. I bet this happens constantly. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Kind of has to. On the plus side, too, I think, you know, a big barrier for relationships, like a big stage to progress through is living together because it introduces that whole new element of being roommates. And what if you both got like, you know, ways of living or habits that piss the other one off? So on a plus side, you got that out of the way, it sounds like. Yeah. Sounds like you like each other. You got to like your roommates. Yeah. And can I tell you this? You were like, you were like on your way out the door. You were like, "Ah, I'm going to work. He's like, come here a second. That's a keeper. That's true. That's very true. She gave me a blowjob before I went to work. Oh, my God. Oh, God damn it. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) I can't believe it. This is so crazy and so bad. No. No, that's pretty good, my guy. You're doing great. Good for you. This sounds like the roommate brag. (laughs) He did the roommate brag. The roommate brag. (laughs) It was a domestic brag. There we go. Okay. (laughs) We worked on that for 15 minutes. We fucking did, and we hope you appreciate it. And uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have to mail this episode to Fear Striker here. Yeah. uh, They can put it on. They'll get a kick out of it, and the third roommate walks in, and they're like, what What you listening to? And then they they all just start fucking. That's how that goes. How can you not fuck after hearing the roommate fuck? <laughs> which, it couldn't be more clear. Which, can I... I, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Comedy Bang Bang, and specifically Nick Weiger uh, for uh, the monster fuck, which we took heavy inspiration from. I want to make sure <laughs> that that's clear. That I just, I'm, I love the show. Thanks, Scott Ackerman and Nick Weiger. Yeah, we're doing a parody of a parody of a Halloween novelty song. <laughs> you know, good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you fucking love that Monster Fuck song. I think I, we've talked about it on a I Halloween do. episode before. <laughs> I do love it. I'll be standing there at work and I'll be like, and Frankenstein wolf down wolf man's ass. They did the fuck. <laughs> They did the monster fuck. <laughs> yeah. If if you have not heard and you're out there, look look that up. It's very it's very good. All right. What do we what do we have after this? What do we uh what do we uh I'm just covering with noises while I click through the things. Uh let's see, I got a warning for you. Uh oh. It's a warning about Hitachi vibrators. Oh! Don't get me wrong, I love my Hitachi, but I have a warning. Oh! Oh, okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> I use mine daily. I hold it in my left hand. After three months of daily use, I started losing sensation in my fingertips. Jesus. I thought, yeah, I thought no big deal. Took a break for a week. Still no feeling shrugged and went back to it. Now, a year later, my ring middle and pointer fingers have no sensation. <laughs> I finally fessed up to a doctor who did neurotesting and found out that the nerves are numb and it is permanent. They said it can happen from too much vibration. I can still feel my junk, so at least there's that. Just be careful <laughs> with heavily vibrating things. There's a there's a uh, there's a couple edits here. What the fuck? <laughs> my most upvotes are due to me being a horny idiot. 
Additionally, I'm a boy, y'all. Also, stop sending me dirty messages. What the fuck is wrong with you, Cretans? Posted by... <laughs> deleted. They deleted their account. Uh, maybe the vibrator finally took him out, dude. <laughs> this it's is what the vibrator was game. looking for. The vibrator was trying to kill him the whole time. <laughs> Holy shit, though. I did not know this could happen. I did not know this was a thing. Yo, like, yo. This is good to know. <laughs> Ah, man, for, for for fucking real. Somebody's saying in the comments, too, There's there are laws, uh, the wise sloth says, there are laws in the United States that limit the amount of time workers can use vibrating tools like jackhammers and massage tools because vibrating your skin for over an hour at a time or vibrating it very frequently can damage the skin and your nerves, that are the nerves in your skin that detect feeling and movement. Wow. Jesus fucking Christ. So I, how... How long how long was this guy using the fucking the fucking Hitachi? Well, if you're a chronic masturbator, you can spend as many as two hours a day jerking off. <laughs> right? That's a fucking time commitment, man. I don't it have is. time for that shit. I actually so uh I watch quite a bit of porn and uh I also like to pathologize all of my behavior. I don't know if you know that about me. I like to make it all part of a psychological disorder called me. And yeah. and uh, I looked up porn addiction and it was like, do you often find yourself losing track of time while watching pornography? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. I do. Shit. Damn. I'm, I'm like the reverse of that as a masturbator. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fucking in and out. 15 minute mission. Yeah, I like to luxuriate. I'm more of a luxurious kind of guy. I like to take my time. <laughs> Light some candles. Eat, exactly. Eat some chocolate. Exactly. Strawberries. Exactly. A little whipped cream. That's how I handle my business. Oh, no, man. I, I just get, I don't know. I, just, I don't have the energy for that. I mean, it's all I have energy for anymore, Donovan. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, this is, this is good information. I feel to be out there. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've used vibrators before. I know the Hitachi is like that big fucking proper plug it in powerful yes. ass, like Lamborghini of vibrators. It absolutely is. Um, so I guess if this was going to happen with anything. It would be, you know, the, the fucking ultra powerful one like that. The Cadillac. Um, yeah. So just I guess, to our listeners, if you're out there with with Hitachi in hand while while you're listening, as many of you probably are, <laughs> listen to our sexy ass voices. I guess just don't don't take breaks. Don't do this for long extended periods of time. Could you wear yeah. like a glove? Would that make any? Di- I don't think that would make any difference. Um, I mean, some shock absorbers. But then I think maybe part of it is the like getting it in your hands and feeling it through your whole body, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. Hell yeah, dude! I like that. A character. vibrator is so powerful you don't even have to touch your genitals with it. You just hold on to it and you just start shooting ropes. <laughs> <laughs> just blasting off. But then all your nerves die. God well, damn it! Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's been our PSA. Be careful. An RFTBCFLAPSA. Oh, nice, very nice. CFAL. Fuck. All right, not so much a question, but more a statement. I want to die. <laughs>
All caps. That's horrible to laugh at, but your delivery was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. So two weeks ago, I matched with this guy on Tinder, and I invite him to my dorm room. He comes, he comes, I come, everything's great. Nice. So I invite him over again. Yeah, you do. He, he arrives. Is that a cum joke, too? He starts, he starts fingering me, and shit's getting wet and wild. It's just as rough as last time, how I like it. She a freak. We switch, and I start sucking his dick. Ass up, face down. That's the way we suck a dick. All of the sudden, the loudest, longest blast of trapped air releases itself from my vagina like a fucking balloon deflating. I am in shock, and he is too. I spit out his dick and try (laughs) desperately to explain which hole it actually came from. He starts laughing, and I laugh along too, trying to salvage this hookup and my dignity. But when he stops laughing, he says he can't do it anymore, and he has to head out he leaves faster than i could put my pants back on he hadn't even been there for 10 minutes the worst part is he goes to my school and i've seen him around before i wish for death and i was posted by throw this far away 675 this man is but a wee piss baby a queef (laughs) got scared off by a queef i can't do it with a queef it's because you were it's because you were fingered buh last in this woman and this will happen sometimes this is just one of the things like you know we talk about this with anal all the time where you know you go digging for gold you're gonna find it sometimes you know uh there's gonna sometimes it's gonna be a little shit on your finger no problem no big deal hide it under the bed sometimes you're gonna be finger blasting somebody and you gotta fuck you're gonna push some air up into that situation (laughs) the fact of the matter is he should have sucked that queef out of your pussy and pushed it out and french inhaled that shit because that's that's a miracle that's fucking (laughs) excellent it's pure excellence he could have inhaled excellence, but he didn't. He didn't have the fucking fortitude. He's a little piss baby, and I have no respect for this man. None. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I love. I love the passion here. For, for he the, should. For the fucking he should queef. have sucked it from your pussy. Is what he should have done. As soon as he heard it coming, he should have been like, "Oh man, this is that shit. That's that shit I do like." <laughs> Turn that vacuum on. Yeah. Save it for later. Save some leftovers. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you're going to want some leftovers a little later on. Yeah, vacuum. You know, just a shop vac bag full of uh, of queef. Full of queef. Some man would fucking pay for that shit. And this man (laughs) is just fucking running out of there. Yeah. Not a good man. It's whack. No. This shit's whack as fuck. Because, I don't know, sometimes you can get, like, turned off by something sexually, you know? And I think this is kind of a ridiculous thing to get turned off by. Um, but I, you know, things things turn people off sometimes. But that, that's fucking wild that he just dips out on you like that. That's yeah. super disrespectful, super immature. Just how, yeah, how are you fucking that scared off by, by some air coming out of the vagina? You know, that you just had your fingers in. Yeah. Who, how are you going to be? It happens. Tur- you're going to get turned off by air pushed out of something that is ostensibly your favorite thing. I'm imagining this guy is a straight dude. So <laughs> your absolute favorite thing in the world expels some air and you go, eh, eh. I got to leave. I have to leave. I can't do it anymore. I hate him. I got to head out. Eh. Yeah, you, you, you put the air there. 
That was your it's error. Your fault. You, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Uh, queefs, though. Queefs are a thing. They're out there. They happen. Like frequently sometimes. Yeah. It's just, it, you know, sometimes it gets sweaty during sex. And it, we, we said this about lots of things. The anal that Arthur brought up. Fucking sweat is the thing I always got the issue with. Sure. It's messy business. And, and that's totally fine. You know? Yeah. Don't. I don't know. You get a stronger stomach, my dude. Yeah. This guy sucks. You're totally good. What's your number? <laughs> yeah. And, and and don't don't be that embarrassed about this. I think probably everybody who has had sex has dealt with this at least once. It's just funny. Nobody's gonna be like, oh, there's the queef girl. Oh, <laughs> right. She has sex. What a loser. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> and like, if he tells the stories to his dudes, I desperately hope. That they will all be like, you a little bitch. Exactly. Yeah. If they're fucking cracking up, you know, I dipped out of there. Fuck you, dude. Put yeah. on, put on your fucking boots. Don't be, don't be bailing over a little, over a little spilt queef. Over a little spilt queef. <laughs> queef. I said queef. Oh my God. Queef. That's oh, when, uh, that's a, that's a fart coming out of like a cleft chin. I wonder if that's ever happened. Like Jay Leno. <laughs> Gets a little air trapped in his in his chussy. But it's tiny, so it's just like That's a that's a chin pussy, by the way. That's a chussy. <laughs> oh. Wonderful. Wonderful. All you right, see, girl. You see the... Go ahead. I was gonna say she's good. Don't don't let this get you two down. This shit All fucking right. happens. I would treat it as a red flag though. Like if this dude hasn't fucking yeah. apologized or like anything, like that's that's really not a good sign. Uh, maybe fuck somebody uh, like like my man Arthur here. Who What's will, up? Who will treat your queefs with the respect and the inhalation that they deserve? <laughs> with the I put the, put a little French on it. <laughs> Christ! Did you see the tweet that Halls had? You know the fucking cough drop company. No, like, shout shouts out. Shouts out to Halls. Uh, I don't. I don't know if this is a real tweet or not because the internet's a wild place and people can just make some shit up. But it was a picture of a guy and he was holding his throat, and it said, "Bigger night than you expected. Soothe your thrussy with Halls." <laughs> there is not a chance that the fucking corporate ass social media person at Halls. Was like, you know what's gonna get our brand of, of cough lozenges in, lozenges in with the youth? The word thrussy. <laughs> okay, I'm searching it. Hall's thrussy. People can't make stop can't stop making jokes about thrussy. That's a that is a tweet or that is a a BuzzFeed article from 2017. If it's uh, fucking if it's fucking real, you know that that came from like a fucking focus group or like a boardroom full of people. Yeah, and they were like thrussy's in, dude. Put it up on the tweeter. <laughs> That's going to rule. I really hope it's real. Wow. So I just, this, this is good. I just searched, uh, Thrussy on Twitter. And, uh, here's a tweet from Megan Goodman. Are you in the right headspace to pound this Thrussy? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Good question. Ask your partner. Nothing worse than a sore Thrussy says Yoinks McGee. Okay. (laughs) But Hall's. Let's see. Did Halls, 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 Halls drop the thrussy? Thrussy. I don't know how Twitter works. Let's see if we can get this. 
Somebody's like people are retweeting like it's real. Like it seems this seems real to me. Like all I can find are screenshots. I can't find the original tweet. I I can't buy it, dude. Unless it's like a rogue intern or something and they deleted it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was some uh some disgruntled social media intern. It was just like, you know what? I'm a tweet about the thrussy. <laughs> Which fucking rules, and that's Praxis, and we salute you. <laughs> Shout outs to the guy who worked for Halls and had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Good times. Good fucking times. Powerfully soothing Halls. <laughs> Let's get that sponsorship going. <laughs> Then we have to talk about the thrussy every week. Seems like a lot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, guess what? What's that? Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find all that shit at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And Thrussy, uh, our outro music is a song <laughs> Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Search the Hayfellows. Three separate words. Thrussy. We've reached the bottom of this proverbial Thrussy. Uh, I'm quite happy to have you here with us. And uh, it's throat pussy. Everyone getting the, Everyone's good there. Everyone understands what that means. It's throat oh, pussy. Shit. I was just pretending I understood. I'm glad you, <laughs> glad you told me. Oh, throat pussy. Hey, um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for dropping five star reviews on iTunes and other podcatchers. We love that very much. Uh, it helps us uh, grow, helps us go up in the rankings. And maybe one of these days you're going to search like relationships on your podcatcher of choice and right up there, right on. On the marquee, under the lights, that's going to be Radio Free Tote Bag. One of these days. I guarantee it. Thrussy. Thrussy. I love you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Good fucking times. <laughs>